I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yoda's B, Sport of Time, episode 326. The whole gang is here. Let's start with John. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Brandon. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Batting third, Stu. Hello, Newman. <laughs> hey, Brandon. How's it going? Oh, not bad. Uh, and we're so happy to have him back. Uh, Chicken Fingers 69 has joined the episode. Hello again. Hello again. How are you? Good, good, Chicken. Doing great. Uh, since we have you, we, we definitely need to talk about um, the front office hires by the, our Minnesota Vikings. We have not had a reaction episode yet, and I needed to get your thoughts on it. I'm not going to. I'm just going is to. Is, are we just going to go with Questy? Is that our, the, head, the, head, the head boss? Start there. Not sure that we've uh, aligned on anything else. Well, what Good are enough. the options on the table? Uh, KAO, I think, is the other way to go. Wait, KAO, isn't that a type of campground? Yeah, uh, it's KOA. <laughs> yes, it is. That's KOA. No, KOA. KOA is the campground. KAO is the GM. Uh, why, is that right? KAO. So KAO. It's Adolfo. Oh, Jesus God. We are not starting this over. I'm not starting. Right. No, we could. <laughs> on a high note. We I easily could start Kose over. Adolfo Mensa. That is not KAO, Steve. Mm-hmm. That's close with... to KAO. We were Cam, all like, we're going to call him Cam. We were we're all yes ending your KAO. Like, uh huh. Oh, okay. Where is he going? Sure. Where is he going? Uh, you know, it's not the, sure. It, this is all because Brandon distracted me with a T HUD mention in the green room beforehand. I was. Uh, thrown by the mention of t hud yeah and the stress uh, of both worlds i was thrown by him too he's a he's the coach of the fourth grade hopkins team that piss pounded my kids so i'm i'm now i now hate troy hudson he's a listener t hud we're coming for you no we're not no please don't play us again his rhymes were weak his beats were soft he, he, nothing nothing if, if we play them again i'm going to use that that might throw him a little bit uh, okay, well, let's go with K- Cam. We just go with Cam. Does that sound fine? Well, do we have any other um, options? You guys didn't come up with anything. So. Do we have a nickname? Chicken, you're a nickname department. We threw out some stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's when you've got three names, there's a lot to go for. But it's mm-hmm. also, there's a lot. So mm-hmm. I think we had like crazy ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Carly <laughs> Ridge Jepsen. Uh, yeah, Camilla Parker 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 Parker. <laughs> Let's see how the draft goes, and we'll give him a good name. <laughs> and if it goes badly, we'll be mean to him. <laughs> there yeah. are a few options on the table. Maybe we, you know, nobody says we have to decide right now. 
We have no, time. we don't. I like Camilla though, I wanna, as a starting point. I want to call him John Michael Montgomery, just like <laughs> call John Ryan Murphy. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, I'm right. finding Camilla myself. Camilla Parker Bowles. I'm finding myself with zero takes. Uh, I know on paper this is my perfect Wait. GM. Yeah, no, um, don't we mean zero picks. Yeah, don't, hey, don't, don't, don't soft pedal yeah. This is your trial, man. They picked this anybody. Is Brandon's victory like, lap. They I, have, not... I have zero takes because he's the perfect <laughs> choice, says Brandon. He says, before they hired this guy, before he was even on anybody's radar, you, we talked about this. I dreamt and him the, up. The yeah. adjectives and the, like, the proper nouns used were Ivy League. Mm-hmm. Check. Wall Street. Nailed it. Analyst. Uh-huh. Young. Millennial. Like tight pants. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, He's got a tailor. He's got a tailor. We know this, right? He's oh, not an author yes. rack guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is not this is not a man who's putting his pants on over his shoes. I don't know what he's gonna <laughs> this do. This is a man whose pants are tight now. Egan that does he has not to have put a them on. I, like a I guarantee person. you there's not a tailor in Egan. Nobody is there isn't one. There's zero. <laughs> no market. He's gotta figure some up. Uh, yeah. So that there's that half. GM half. On paper, yes. Built yep. in the laboratory, he's your guy. Yep. yep. But well, I don't have any idea if he's I can't say like I think he's gonna be good or bad right now. I have no idea. Oh, I am freezing. I, I know here. Um, oh you're back. You're back. In the office. All right. I may t- I may turn my video off. That'll help my bandwidth. Fine. That's something I've learned mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. uh, pandemic era, guys. So That's I'm right. do that. Okay, goodbye, um, chicken. Off, uh, head oh, coach candidate John too. Uh-huh. You said I want a wa- I want a wonky young offensive like offensive genius mind. That's what yeah. you said. Did oh, done. It's Nailed done. It. Like they another did. millennial. So then they make those two hires and and we have this uh, we have this little powwow that we're having and I'm like oh wow. I can't wait to hear what Brandon has to say about this because he could not be more excited. <laughs> They nailed everything he ever wanted in every kid. And you come on, you're like, well, I don't know. Tepid, kind of uh, milk. Like, eh. I, yeah. he's, he's a hotel room painting and whatever. Like, eh. I have no real strong takes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's, what the fuck? Where did you, were you looking for? I don't this know. It's perfect. The, the dog caught the car, you know? It's like, what happens now? Yeah. What do I do? I finally caught I the car. It's exactly Nate what Silver I wanted. Was available. <laughs> I just don't. Now I'm nervous because what if they're disasters? Then my oh, whole, all my cred, you. all my my street oh, cred that I've been building up. Oh, people rely on me for my takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a disaster. I can't. Uh, kind of want it to happen now. I kind of. Okay, want so. It to chicken when zimmer got hired if i remember right and i do before anything happened we just saw like kind of an on paper thing we're like okay cool well we'll keep an open mind we'll see you said that i'm gonna keep an open mind and then his first press conference that doesn't sound angry grumpy surly and you're like i'm in i'm all in i'm in this guy this is my guy i'll never i'll never get off his corner this is my guy and you never budged and i love that do you feel, do you have any strong feelings about either of these two guys uh, so no. far? Is anything, because we can also use the boy geniuses as an example. You were like, these guys are going to have to prove something to me before I, before I give up the goods. And you kind of think, think that was your, 
I think I'm in the same exact spot as I were with the, I was with the boy geniuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my big thing with them was how much everybody had already kind of crowned them. You know, the old yep. green thing. They this is exactly what everybody wanted was this these young wonky rhapsodo spin rate spin rate. Hey, that's mm-hmm. great. Like, no, I'm not. I was never against that launch angle. These guys haven't done everybody's going to that you need that plus the next thing they have and they haven't done anything yeah so i think that and and that that's where i think we're the nfl has gone that way as much as the as mlb at the time so i do think this is out ahead of the curve um so i'm excited in that sense of see if this actually does move the needle right we've been we've had kind of crusty old uh coaches now for well as long as i can remember have the vikings ever had like a young innovative and bud grant when i was a kid yeah <laughs> he was the day, the day was i was 90. born yeah yeah until i was in high school they had bud grant and they had less steckle for a year i don't know if he was considered young and, yeah he was considered young was he well okay yeah. so for one season a disaster they had a young damn it guy then they just went you know denny green i don't i couldn't tell you how old denny green was but it um, seemed like he was like 48 for his entire life maybe mm-hmm. rest in peace well, i mean leslie gary Frazier burns, and gary burns think, was a young innovator when they hired him he was <laughs> <an innovator. laughs> he really he was, was he was innovative but he was never oh young. my gosh that, that was never can Jerry you picture Burns was 95 years old my entire life his his entire life can you picture jerry yeah. Burns as like a <laughs> a 12 year old i fucking algebra number 10 <laughs> fucking what's uh, a remainder what the fuck's a remainder that doesn't make any sense recess like, <laughs> 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 the fuck am i gonna do outside <laughs> it's fucking cold um, maybe it's relative yeah. to the league Mike Tice was young but does anybody consider Mike Tice like a young innovative <laughs> Nobody, Swa- he wasn't more. really a swashbuckler no no and Brad Childress was never really like the cut, oh, no, cutting edge you could not yeah. say that about Bradley and Leslie no. Frazier had been around the block and obviously Mike Simmer is who he is but uh, so anyways I don't know the Vikings that the Vikings have ever kind of gone this direction but I can recall it's a new day yeah. Um, now, and the GM is innovative in a sense. I don't think there's a ton of GMs out there like this guy. The coach isn't anything innovative. Like hiring a young offensive coordinator, yeah. that's not new. That's the big right. way. No, hiring hiring the offensive coordinator from a Super Bowl team is mm-hmm. not exactly outside the box thinking. No, right. That is the box. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not even inside the box. That's what the box is made out of. And hiring a thirty-something a Ivy League basketball player is, is, as a general manager, I think is. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. Now, his first week on the job, I wouldn't say was um, smooth. Smooth would not be the word for Cam's first two weeks on the job. The John Harbaugh, well, oh, the John yeah. Harbaugh, Harbaugh thing. Uh, yeah. Um, Kevin O'Connell hiring could not save. Was, that was a very was strange day. Yeah. It, it, he may end up being right. 
this may end up being the correct tire. But yeah, I mean Harbaugh is such, just such a weird dude. But um, I mean, the results he got in the NFL sort of speak for themselves. Even if even if he has a short shelf life, yeah, like that's like three championship games in four years. That's that's hard. It's hard to say so no you, to that. If you like that part, you said, "Hey, we're interested in this guy." Mm-hmm. What you need an interview for you to say? Eh, nah, I... he just didn't. He didn't nail the interview. Like, okay, what? That's the how thing? badly must he have fucked up that interview? I yeah. still have no idea what he could have possibly I, said for them to be like, forget it, fuck that guy. I don't know. Was he just I not really at en- all open minded, or I've then? really enjoyed imagining Jim Harbaugh's trip to interview with the Vikings because it was very clear that Harbaugh thought he was coming in to like have a press conference and be yeah. signed that day, and so yeah. I'm just imagining him like coming into winter park and the doors sort of barge open and he's like slapping people on the back. Hey, good to see you. Good. It's good to be here. I'm just so excited. And they get into the conference room. He's like, yeah, good to meet you guys. I'm really excited to be here. And they sit him down and you know, one of them slides over like a giant binder that they flip <laughs> open the first page. And I was like, all right, I want to go through all this stuff. First of all, tell me how you're going to relate to our players and watching, you know, this big <laughs> grin on Jim Harbaugh's face just sort of yeah. melt away as he was yeah. like, oh, 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 no, sir. Can I'm you actually, sit in the lobby I'm, for 10 minutes? They'll be ready for you soon. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Here's your interview questions if you want to review them. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> Did you bring a copy of your resume? <laughs> I, I can. I'm <laughs> uh, more paperless guy now. <laughs> I just so the the, hi, the hiring process itself didn't does just doesn't quite make sense to me why why you would bring him in and then not hire him if you don't like him fine don't that's fine you don't have to justify that don't but don't interview him and then say no seem like an odd an it odd does start. seem odd what is the Occam's Razor conclusion it really is just like he sucked in the interview we did not get along with him and we don't like him never mind is that it by all by all accounts everybody is saying that. There's, and I don't know what the conspiracy theory would be. I don't even know what you that do would be. too. You've got one. Well, Brian. I can. Oh, I can come up with a million <laughs> of them, but I don't. I don't know what they might. I guess you could. Say. You don't know if they're going to be any traction. Maybe well, it was I, all right. Here's the closest I can come up with for a conspiracy theory, and it's entirely based on Jim Harbaugh being an e- egotistical maniac, which I think fits well, in. Yeah, you you didn't know that. Everybody yeah. knew that. I, if I know that, then Cam knows. Here's my theory. Do you guys remember when Mike Shashevsky was going to go coach the Lakers or something? And then he decided he didn't want to. And he came up with this whole ridiculous story about a letter some kid at Duke wrote him and he read it and he had a change of heart and he just couldn't leave. And it was just this utterly shameless fake way of being like actually i like yelling at unpaid players way more than i like dealing with nba players and here is my fake reason that the people at duke are just gonna absolutely lap up while nobody while everybody else in the country rolls their eyes and is like okay whatever mike (laughs) and i i feel like the same thing could easily be true of jim harvard where he never wanted the job he managed to finagle a meeting he came in just blew the whole thing off and now he can go back to Michigan and be like, man, I just, I, I love being in Michigan too much. I well, love coaching took, Michigan football. He took a 50% pay cut going into the last season. He, he took a pay cut from 8 million a year to 4 million a year. Really? 
Yeah. Boy, that is so. That and is he used to work. Right he used to work with Cam. And if you really wanted, like the Occam's Razor is, uh, I was a coworker doing a former coworker a favor to get some money back from a land grant university. Mm. If you really want to look at it just as I a like dollars that. and cents thing. I mean, he already should have gotten it because he beat the shit out of Ohio State, which is all you have to do at Michigan. Yeah. I mean, it, I think granted, it took him seven years to do the, it, but he did beat him. He beat the absolute piss out of Iowa mm-hmm. in the Big Ten title game. Right. I should like him more now right. that we're talking about it. Right. Stu, that's fine, but what does Cam owe Harbaugh? Why Nothing. would you do that? Thing? That's the whole thing. It's like we don't know how close they were at, at, with the Niners. They were like together for two years, and Cam was like not exactly a big shot there at the time. He was like an intern, an assistant. He wasn't yeah. like a yeah. And day one, yeah, so day one of your job, your new job. He was like bringing markers to, start... to Harbaugh for the whiteboard. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> you're like... going to start doing Jim Harbaugh favor. Yeah, that doesn't. It seems like an odd day one task. It does. It does. But I do, I'm trying to think of any no, other. I, it just doesn't. It's it's a weird thing that we're probably not going to know about for like a decade. Like when Harbaugh like writes some sort of weird biography called my my season in khakis. And, <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh. That'll be when we find out his side of the story. But yeah, I it, it's it's it was a weird. The whole day was weird, and like literally, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and like in a fifteen minute span, it's like, well, Harbaugh's leaving, and oh by the way, the Vikings are hiring Kevin O'Connell, and it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, it was weird. And I don't they just any, must not I, like them. And at things all. we have no idea, none whatsoever. If it's the it right, wasn't right, it wasn't right about the money. Yeah, it wasn't that he chose something mm-hmm. better. Uh, it wasn't that he doesn't have the resume. Like, those are all obvious. They know who he was going into it. They probably were just like, I heard this guy is kind of a prick. We don't want to have that culture. Let's see if he's a prick or not. And he came in, they're like, yeah, he is. He sucks. We don't like being around him. And Cam was like, all right, yeah, I, you're, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's that's not as fun as some of the other conspiracy theories. Throwing your old coworker a bone. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was like, you know, Steve Spurrier went to coach in the NFL and then there was some chance he was going back to Florida and then it never happened. And supposedly what happened was he called up the new athletic director or whatever. And the athletic director was like, well, you got to you got to submit your resume or whatever. And Spurrier is, is supposed to have said, oh, you want my resume? Look out your look outside your office and look at the trophy cabinet and then swore at him and hung up the phone. And then it never got done. <laughs> Maybe it was just like that. where they're like, Jim, what's your resume? And he's like, oh, I'll tell you what my resume is. And then just flipped them both. The <laughs> my resume is fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> my cover letter is fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like the other conspiracy theory that uh, Camilla thought that he had hiring power and then it, he tried to hire him like and he one. found out that he did not have hiring power, which is yeah. Ooh, that's like a that really one a adorable one because it's extremely funny to me to be like, you're hired. And then someone goes, <clears throat> uh, but let's go uh, have a talk. Why did you think you could hire somebody? <laughs> a word, please. What? Uh, Sorry, all. Jim, you're not hired. They all hate you. <laughs> I, I guess one I would like a, a conspiracy theory I would enjoy is if he just ripped Rick Spielman to, sh- to shreds and, <laughs> you know, was came in yeah. like, but it, why did you keep this guy on for like after he, 
he drafted Christian Ponder and you kept him on like seven <laughs> more seasons. What were you thinking? Have you seen your offensive line? He had 20 bites at that apple. What were you people <laughs> thinking? And Ziggy's just like, oh, all right. I, you're tugging at his collar. Right. And, uh, finally. They yeah, he's it. trying to like bond with Camilla of like, you got such an easy job after that yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> Who the hell hired him? Uh, we did. Oh, yeah. So Jim, glad it's nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. oh, All man. Ziggy wants to do is like rip off some pensioners to build a high rise somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but be in this fucking room. Okay. All right. So we're going to keep an open mind for Camilla and we'll get him a better nickname. Uh, but yes, on paper, of course, I couldn't, it couldn't be more at my alley. So I'm, uh, I'm extremely biased and uh, the tables have turned between me and chicken. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, it's, yeah, I know. I just, I can't granted. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah. This is not going to be good move. for me. I'm going to have to get rid of my Twitter account. If they <laughs> and change my phone number. <laughs> well, and, and we just talked about where you live. So you're going to have to move. Yeah, man. Yep. Now I got to put the house on the market. Well, we'll see if T HUD will have me. <laughs> wrap on the window at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you see what they draft in the third round? But you better pray up to Jesus in heaven. They don't miss a draft pick, like come in late. Like, oh man, like they did that one year. Cause I will yep. eat your shit. A noodle armed quarterback is their second round draft pick. <laughs> oh, God, uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. What, uh, what do you think about Kevin O'Connell? Is that his name? Kevin Connell, O'Connell, whatever that guy. Um, again, on paper, I'm a fan, but I don't really know, you know, when we went through a couple weeks ago, whenever our last podcast was, it must've been three months ago now. Uh, remember we walked through like the Vegas odds of who we thought was going to most likely to be the next Vikings coach. It was Biennemi and Dayball and, um, Harbaugh was on it and a bunch of others. O'Connell was not in the top, like 20 people. So for that reason, that seemed to come way out of left field for me, this guy, I know nothing about him. I don't I mean the the one thing that I suppose concerns me is that he's the offensive coordinator but he doesn't call the plays. Yep. Which <laughs> it's a little bit like um Camilla Parker Bowles, he was an assistant GM but he was assistant GM for the Browns. Yeah. So right. it's like how good of an endorsement is this really? I know it's tough and he's not been in the league very long um which I guess that doesn't matter a whole lot. The best thing you can say for him right now truly is Sean McVay is smart and he hired him. That's it, right? We have no other actual objective. The whole tree is the, that's, that's the endorsement. Is it? He's been super bowl two of the last three years. Oh, by the way, while, while we're on the topic of Sean McVay, I have an amazing fact for you. Hmm. Sean McVay was a tight end on the Miami of Ohio team. That provided Tim Brewster his only win in the one and eleven season. Tim Brewster's first year. <laughs> John McVay was on that team that lost to the Tim Brewster Gophers. Wow! Really? So really, it's not even a Sean McVay tree; it's a Brewster tree. It's a it's, it's a Brewster <laughs> fact. The Brewster, yeah. But Sean McVay is involved. <laughs> that that fact is courtesy of my of uh, my brother Dave. So thank you, Dave. The best. Thanks, Dave. Miss you, buddy. Yeah, that's good. Um. Stu, what are your thoughts on Mr. O'Connell? Sure. Sure. Great. Yeah, that's about right. I, 
He's an American citizen. He's an American. So you guys are making fun of me for not having graduate. a take. None of you have takes on this guy either. I don't know shit about it. I didn't know about right. him until we hired him. I didn't know anything about either one of the guys. Um, good. I'm glad <laughs> both those guys have been replaced. I'm I'm pleased. Yeah. But do I know if they're any good or not? Of course I don't. No. Um, there have been no games played. There have been no moves made. Um. I am disheartened by the fact that uh, O'Connell says he can work with Kirk Cousins, but I don't know if that story came from the Cousins camp or from the Vikings camp in order so they can build some trade value for Cousins' albatrosses of, of a fucking contract. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what are you going to say? <clears throat> hey, can you work correct. with our starting quarterback? Yes. We get No, God. No, no. God, no. That that sucks. Sucks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Captain of course Jackson. I can't work with that guy. <laughs> no. I'm going to cut CJ Ham on the first day of camp. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Just Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So I died. That's, that was, I mean, I, I know how the game is played, but still it's like, uh, I really like to have a full, a full reset of uh, the uh, team and have a different quarterback. Do not, I'm a, I'm a, as I told someone on Twitter earlier this week, I have Gardner Minshew home and away jerseys at the ready <laughs> for, for 2022. I just, I'm, 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 I'm on the Minshew idea. train. He I had two good it. games with the Eagles this I year. I'm, it. I'm sold. He's got a mustache. Oh, such an He's usually awful posing idea. shirtless with a pheasant. He's filled with his it. bare hands. <laughs> I am on, I am on board with the Gardner Minshew train. So we all um, have a, we all have a weak spot. I know yours. He's always shirtless. He's he's got like great hair. It's just you yeah, think that'd is, be my weak spot, but it's not. It's no, too. I know. He, well, he's he's not wearing like if, if he had a quarter zip on, then you would be totally <laughs> in, in his camp. But you know, we all we all have our own kink, and that's fine. That's I right. don't kink shame here. We don't. That's, nope, that's one of our <laughs> that's one of our policies. Probably no our kink shaming one. on the sport. Right. So, um, yeah, what I, do you what do you think the odds are that Kirk is the starting quarterback week one? I think he's gone. I really do think he's gone. Wow. Like a hundred percent. Like you're feeling. Yeah. I think there's no, there, yeah, there's no coming back from what, I mean, he, he's going to have from to his take performance a in the pain. Yeah. From his performance in general. <laughs> and also just his contract. I mean, he's going to have to take a significant pay cut to stay here. Otherwise he can't do anything with his uh-huh. roster with that contract. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I, do you, I do guess you foresee I've, him voluntarily taking like a 50% pay cut? Uh, yes. Ugh. Really? Seems like a no. Well, there's enough teams I, who need quarterbacks, right? Why would he do yeah. that? I guess I my I thinking is okay, sorry, John. You go. You go. It, it seems, yeah, I mean, go, the John. more likely thing is that he would take some stupidly reworked contract and then they would just cut him after the year or whatever. But yeah. I mean, Brzezinski is a genius. That's. Yeah, although he not even he could like save the Vikings from the Kirk Cousins contract. So thanks for that, Rick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think he's gone. I really I really do think that they will find a way to move him okay. one way or the other. It's even if they get even if they just get totally broken over Bain's knee in in the salary cap for this season. I think yep. they're sort of writing off 2022. And well, these are the him, these yeah. are the young guys. And yeah. they they understand con- con- like like how bad of a uh, albatross contract can be. So that that's a point in getting rid of them. Uh, every new regime loves 
a splashy move to start with. Right. And I think they probably understand like that's an easy win for getting public local sentiment on my side. If they care about the PR aspect, that would be good too. But they are, it doesn't seem too hard to convince yourself that they were pretty good last year and they could be pretty good next year. And so why blow it all up just for fun? Yeah. I mean, here is the thing to note. The Bears are a garbage fire. The Lions are the Lions. The Packers are probably going to be a garbage fire next year, just depending on Aaron Rodgers and all those decisions. Keeping Kirk Cousins and winning seven games and going to the playoffs is not an there's an there's an outside chance that they could win seven game they could win seven games next year and win the division by three games. The rest <laughs> of the division is just potentially absolutely terrible. They might not they might not have to blow it all up so that they have a chance later. They might be able to just keep status quo yeah. and not be very good, but also win the division next year without yeah, rebuild the trouble. team on the fly, like go like nine and eight or 10 and seven next year. And then actually like compete. Yeah. I mean, these new yeah. guys think that they're confident that they're better than the old guys. So the GM's like, I can do some work on the margins. The coach is like, yeah, I can coach these guys up a couple extra wins and they're, you know, 10 and seven. I don't know. I mean, I am on team blow it up, obviously, just for yeah. the fun I just, of it all. I just don't know how you can fix that offensive line in one off season. Right. After a decade of, I think, uh, Chicken's got so many metaphors of that offensive line, I'd hate to, like, steal one from him, but it's just an absolute fucking disaster, and I yeah. don't know that you can fix it in one off season. <sighs> I don't know either, but I believe in my millennial friend, Camilla Parker Bowles. I think uh, you can call it blowing it up while still keeping Kirk for one more year. He's under contract. So the easiest just, thing. I, again, I just don't know how you can. I don't know how the money works. I really don't. Know. Well, it, if they're going to try to trade him, is my. I, I think you're right, yeah. Steve. I don't know that anybody will take him. Um, they're going to try to trade him. If they can't find a buyer, if they can't find a partner, they will. The easiest thing is just to keep them for one more year. Don't try to extend mm-hmm. him to to reduce the cap and then resell him. Just take him for a year, uh, <clears throat> and and you can try to rebuild on the fly, even with keeping him. It'll be interesting next year. They're going to convert their defense. It's not going to be a four three anymore. It's going to be this three four. They're going to do all these new innovative things. Um, I just don't see them trying to compete, even though John brings up a great point. The rest of the division is going to be a mess, possibly. I don't see how they can look at it objectively and go, yeah, no, we're, we're fine. We're going to compete. Yeah. I just don't see how they're going to do it, considering all the changes that they're, they're going to try to implement. How many guys do they have that are just like fully in their prime right now? Are they like a fair, I feel like they're fairly like mature I mean Jefferson, Jefferson Young, but he's Cook, awesome. Cook, O'Neal, for sure. Those are the three guys I can think of right now who are in their young prime. Bar, Kendrick, Bar's old. Bar, Bar's old and gone. Kendricks, I think, has one more year of tread left on the tire. Okay, he's. I, um, I don't know if Kendrick is Kendrick's not under contract. Is he? Jeez, these guys go quick. He might not be chicken. Huh. And well, Hunter, but I mean, Hunter wants to leave. So, well, Hunter's the interesting one, right? Because if they I, do convert their 
Here's where I would. I honestly thought I had a Reese's phone number. I should just call uh, him right now. <laughs> they have no safeties. They have like Harry Smith and and he's 35. That's it. He like, might be 40. I, actually, actually, he's name, old as me. Name their other starting safety. Because Woods is. Gone. I'm not going to do that. I will uh, not. Orlando Thomas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scud Missile. Old he would tackle oh, dude, without his arms. He would just go head first. Yeah. Yeah. Missile, I don't think he even had arms. Launch himself <laughs> Every tackle he ever made was just with the face mask. That's right. Uh, <laughs> scud missile. All right. So I guess probably not him. I have no clue. I have absolutely yeah, no clue. It's, what it's, the roster. Harris. I mean, and then again, anyone who listened to all three episodes we recorded last year, all three of them bitched <laughs> about the depth of the Vikings football team. They need okay, a lot. Okay. They need a lot. You're talking me into the rebuild now. Well, not yes. but again, John said they could they could stumble their way into a playoff spot next they year could. just they could. just by not being as shitty in close games as they were this year. I, I mean, would love for them to blow it up, but it's not hard for me to imagine them convincing themselves that they can turn this roster around with a couple small moves. Well, and, and there's also cousins. an object lesson playing in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, the worst That's team in football two years ago is playing in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Right. The Vikings are not going to get a Joe Burrow quarterback in this draft, and they're not probably not going to get a Jamar Chase in the draft following. Yeah. But that there's there's something there. If they rebuild, if they hit right on all their draft picks, if they can pull off a halfway decent trade for Cousins, then you know there's there's your chip and there's your chair. Yeah, it's true. And I think I mentioned it, but like, there's lots of teams that would be interested in Cousins for sure. Yeah, I mean, we all hate we him. Need one, mm-hmm. but I mean, there are there is there is a faction out there that that thinks that he's a really good quarterback. They just look at the hard numbers and don't watch the games. And he's well, that or they watch games, but their games are watching Carson Wentz be their quarterback. Mm-hmm. So their games are watching like Jimmy Taysom, Garoppolo, Taysom Hill be their quarterback. They're like, "Fuck this! I'll mm-hmm. take Cousins in a heartbeat." Yeah, I mean, I mean, we yeah. watched Christian Ponder. We Sir. would have taken fucking anybody over that. That's reasonable. That's a reasonable. Yeah. I mean, the Niners might be in the Super Bowl if they had Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not even. And that's not. I. That's so weird to me. But it, yeah, he probably they he would have given them a better shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's wild stuff, man. If I wild can quote, stuff. <laughs> it is wild stuff, man. I think it'll be fascinating. My my overall opinion on Vikings quarterbacks and the Vikings in in the in, in quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings has not been born yet. person doesn't exist it'll be decades before this happens that's mm. I, I won't be alive for it i've done something <laughs> that has made literally it this, this is just like talking to my dad right now it's this is just how we talking <laughs> oh, wait. i'm losing chicken are you guys losing chicken yeah i'm losing chicken a little bit Dang it! But internet, <laughs> i do want to i do want to sort of piggyback off that point like thing it's not going to happen in our lifetime that the Vikings will ever have a good quarterback but does it bother you guys that the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl yeah this is a franchise that has been 
poorly run. They have done everything wrong for three mm-hmm. decades. Yeah. They have disappointed their fans in every way possible. And then one year they're good. And no, oh, we won a couple of playoff games during the Super Bowl, which has never, it hasn't happened in my lifetime that the Vikings have been in the Super Bowl. And that whole time they've been pretty good. They have Not been every been year. So much better but than most Cincinnati. years. Yeah. They're, they're in the playoffs like every other year. And they've been so much better and they've never managed to make a Super Bowl. And in that span, <clears throat> the freaking Buccaneers. Do you remember how bad the Buccaneers were mm-hmm. for yes. like three thousand years? We're going to get good. That's what we thought. They'll and never be good. They've ever. won two Super Bowls in that time. Uh-huh. It's just it's infuriating. Every other team has again, one magic year and they at least make it to the Super Bowl. As a hockey fan, John, you understand the hot goalie theory better than anyone on God's green earth. Yeah. Sometimes you just get lucky. That's why. I mean. No, getting sometimes just, you've got to get into the playoffs consistently and yeah, hope things right. work out. Yep. That's and right. Think, and, that, and of course, and the, and the, uh, and the, the counter argument of that is the Vikings get in the playoffs a fucking lot and uh-huh. they just don't get lucky. They just absolutely get kicked in the dick at the worst oh, possible time. Every time. Every and time. That's yeah, But yeah. And but like you said, the Bengals, I mean, they've been terrible for three decades. And, you know, the one thing you could say is like, well, they have Joe Burrow. The guy's amazing. He's not even been that good in the playoffs. He's been fine, but he's not been like absolutely putting them on his back and, and carrying them. Just sort of like his knee barely... blew up last year and he came back in time for this season. Oh, man. And got good. healthy enough he at good. the end. And they went on a nice little run. And, you know, if Andy Reid doesn't get full of himself, they're up 28-3 at the half and they probably don't make the comeback. Well, there was but, like a bunch of plays at the end of the Raiders game that they could have. They could have just lost oh, yeah. that game. This could yeah. just be the Raiders or whoever the fuck else. So not us, though. No, Can't be the Vikings. Us, but us. any other team has basically a good chance if they get in the playoffs. Well, uh, I'm, well not Someday. the Packers. <laughs> Packers no. lost on a block punt. Let's never lose <laughs> sight of that. Those uh, motherfuckers lost on a block punt. On a block punt. <laughs> fucking dope. To Jimmy Garoppolo. That fucking dog shit team in a dog shit town in a dog shit state. <laughs> Got their dick kicked in as the number one seed at home on a cold weather night to a California team. It's fucking awesome. And I'm so happy about it. <laughs> Fuck you, every Packer fan listening to this. I'm going to get a beer. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, okay, John, I did want to ask you about uh, your rooting interest in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm i really having trouble figuring it out. Yeah. Because the Bengals are terrible, but they're good this year. Mm-hmm. I can't in good conscience cheer for the Rams. That's but like I just said, the Bengals are make me angry because yeah. they should have to they should have to be good for 45 years and then maybe they can make a Super Bowl. It's not fair. You're right. It's not fair. I have a hard time rooting for that. Just pure jealousy. Just pure spite and jealousy. I'm angry. But then it's the Rams. Yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely not cheering for the Rams. Yeah. Not for their stupid $2 billion stadium and jerking around the populations of both Los Angeles and St. Louis. And Stan Kroenke is the worst. He's just uh, honestly the he's... worst of all the NFL owners, of all the people who own sports teams anywhere in the world. He has to be top two worst people. Yeah. Was that the Dan Snyder exception you were making right there? I was just going to say the only other one I can think of. I ended up with top two and yeah, Mm -hmm. Dan Snyder fits the bill too. And whoever owns the Atlanta Braves. All right. So it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very high cards in the, who's the worst owner sweepstakes, but Stan Kroenke's up there in any, in any regard, just a terrible person. 
person that I don't want to see on television with his stupid fake hair and his stupid. Oh, which one he, would you? He's a which one is me? Too, isn't, isn't he a soccer douche too? Yeah, he's a multi-sport one of the douche. biggest ones. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah across all leagues everywhere. Denver Nuggets owner, maybe. Told me it was a way for us to yep. look these things up. I, Colorado I, I Rapids owner, I believe the Colorado Avalanche owner. Sure. Yeah. Arsenal yeah. FC, their owner. It's all over the place. What one do you want to win just for the what which would be the worst takes like the week after between these mm. two? Because the Rams, it's some sort of like all these high paid guys, but they're looking for redemption and they came together because they've been doubted. Von Miller and Odell Beckham and obviously Stafford that might be that might get kind of tiring but if the Bengals win it I'm just worried about the there's really no way to explain it you know and you can't really say like I don't know they kind of got lucky so you have to it's gonna have to be a lot of like intangible sort of stuff and I can't stand that those takes that's those are the ones Mm, I I'm really I'm having trouble coming up with reasons to hate Cincinnati other than the ones I'd, 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 I'd be absolutely fine with a Bengals Super Bowl I got no problem yeah. with it their airport is in Kentucky yeah what do we <laughs> That's yeah, all like, I can come up Johnny with. Fever oh, just God. died this one's for Howard yeah. Hessman folks <laughs> <laughs> yeah I shit I, I I don't mind the Bengals at all I mean no nope. just jealous yeah jealous yeah Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, yep. pure spite and jealousy. That's pure uh-huh. spite and jealousy is the only reason to cheer against Cincinnati. And I mean, and honestly, if the Rams win, they're not going to win another one because they've bet the farm on this Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they have no draft picks next year. So that's kind of everyone is thirty. Happens. Everyone on that team is thirty-five years old. <laughs> so okay, you're is, talking me into this. It, I like this. It's a short. Yeah, it's a short term. It's a short term hurt if they win. It's fine. Either team right. wins, fine. Yeah. I'm with the, you. The Super Bowl, it's going to be, it'll be a fun game. They're both, I think, I enjoy watching both teams play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the halftime show's got people I like in it. Yeah. Um, hopefully there's a new, like, Dr. Rick commercial for, Who's for the Progressive Insurance Group. And, <laughs> I do uh, love this commercial. Really oh, who's in the halftime show? I don't know who's in the halftime show. Who's in the halftime show? It's uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. Yep. So... 
Oh, it's a um, lot of it's, a, it's a, it is a it is a uh, hip hop um, halftime show organized by forty five year old white dudes. But it's still, you know, say, yeah. <laughs> they threw they threw Kendrick in for the kids. Yeah, still. exactly. They're like, wait a minute, every one of these people are sixty. Yeah. Yep, that'll be fun though. Uh, yeah. Chicken, are you a are you a are, are you a Bengals fan right now? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> you did not cut out there. Thank God. Your internet knew, like, we got to give him a few good seconds for that Bengals sound. Okay, yeah. Are you, like, super anti-Rams? Meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Very anti-Rams for every reason. I I thought you you weren't going to have an opinion. God damn it. God damn it, roll internet. Stupid, Karen. It's over. We can't hear you again. We heard we heard three meows, and then it was uh, what if you because it can't even. Oh, and then, I'm pretty sure you called the owner a cocksucker at some point. Cocksucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, lost him. Yeah. I've got my I've got my video turned off. I don't have other answers, guys. That's okay. Nope, that's it. You turned the video off. There's what if no you? Other... What if you turned your video? I'll try it if I can. If I can save chicken here, hold on. Okay, hey, my, let's video, try my it. video's off. I'm stopping right. mine too. Yep. There we go. Um, nothing but John. John right. is the John is the IT oh. professional, and he didn't turn his off, so he must know. Shit. Okay, now he's all right. Off. We're gonna try this again. What I said was, I thought you were coming in to the discussion with no opinion on who should win, so I was going to lean on your political progressive sensibilities and start talking about Rams ownership and try to talk you into the, my kitty cats, mm-hmm. but you already talked about, them. you've already went there and you, without me talking, you talked yourselves into cheering for my kitty cats. So yeah, uh, we'll leave it at that. I made a sale. The old man always said, if you make a sale, walk out of the room, don't, don't talk anymore. So I got That's you right. guys on my side. I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I'm done. Now you're just meowing. I, I caught all of that. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. Once you got the sale, just stop selling. Get out. Um, get out of the room. Shake a hand and get out. Yep. That's right. So I is that know. working? Yeah. The no video? So far. I mean, so far so good. You were fine for a while earlier too. So it's hard to, I mean, I it's hard to really say. I mean, it's John's hall of scarves, but that's okay. Steve, <laughs> yeah. Steve Jobs, motherfucker. So yeah. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Well, if we have you with a decent connection, we should move on and uh, and talk hockey because little puck talk, little puck talk, puck talk, baby. Because um, your uh, your Minnesota Wild are uh, special. They're special. I'm saying it. Uh, the floor is yours, Chicken and John. Well, where do we start, John? Do you have thoughts we're gonna start uh, by the fact I that think, both uh john and chicken are like worried that the wild are peaking too early they're too good they're, they're too, too good, good right now well there's no doubt about that if they weren't peaking we'd worry that they're not peaking we would be worried about a swoon um mm-hmm. it's in our it's just simply in our dna right as minnesota fans to worry yeah um but this team does appear different they have not swooned. Every wild team I've ever been a part of has either sucked or if they've been successful, they've suddenly been, swooned. Yeah. yeah, they swoon a lot. Um, this team hasn't. They just 
I don't think they've lost more than two games in a row all season. Uh, maybe they have, but if I don't remember it. So um, they seem built different too. They just, the just leadership in the room. Yeah. Just built different. Uh, the leadership in the room. Just see, they seem to, I don't know. I, you listen to the people who are around the team a lot and they talk about this, how this just feels like a lot different a different team than some of the yep. relatively successful teams the wild have had in the past. Um, I don't think it's like Spurgeon related, right? He's not the most charismatic character in the world, which is fine. It doesn't bother me. You don't need a, every captain to be, um, you know, the mayor, but like Feligno, um, Dumba, mm-hmm. these guys just seem to set a different tone. Um, Zuccarello. They seem to be having fun. They seem to be, and then, and then they're just talented too. We talk about culture. That's only 5% of it. They're just very talented. So they're deep. Yeah. Did these uh, guys think, just develop? Do we make some good signings? Like how did this, they really, I mean, it felt like just as a person who's not, not you know, watching every night, it felt like they turned it around really quickly. Well, I think well, it's funny, like the, like your wolves or like the mm-hmm. twins, right? you you talk about the wolves and the sex, the success they're having, but like the players that are doing well are for the most part, guys that the previous GM brought in um, mm-hmm. for the twins. Like last year, I remember teasing Gleeman because he does that top five and top bot, the top five and the bottom five war uh, during the season. And yeah. the, the top five were all guys that were signed previous to the boy geniuses. Which uh-huh. they've been they've been around for like five seasons. So yeah, I'm trying to think who the old guys were. Yeah, kind of remarkable. And uh-huh. like the bottom five were all guys brought in by the boy geniuses. Which right. I I told it I said to Aaron like, isn't that kind of alarming? Like, shouldn't we be kind of a little bit worried at five seasons in that all of the top players were were already here and all yeah. of the bad bad players are new? It's not that, great, Bob. Not great. no. Uh, anyways. A lot of the wild success are guys that Fenton, for all his faults, um, brought in. So, hmm. um, and Fletcher, even some of the guys were from Fletcher's era. So, so it's um, just a charmed season. Now, well, it, it's not the too- thing that seems particularly charmed to me is the fact that Ryan Hartman is the the center on the best line on the wild and has 25 goals or whatever he has this year. Cause that, that just seems like a magic wand has well, touched him and turned him into a God. Because when, when we were talking at the start of last year, it was like, I mean, Ryan Hartman, he's a fourth line left winger. I don't know what we're going to do with Ryan Hartman. And now he's the number one center on this team. And it's amazing to me how well that has worked out. The wild would not be where they are if Ryan Hartman hadn't turned out to be an amazing center on that, on that line with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. And that's why I don't want to completely discount what Bill Guerin's done is because he brought yeah. in guys like that. And also the, the addition by subtraction, the, the, it, the testicles visible from NASA yes. satellites Absolutely. on Mars move to, <laughs> to wave Parisian suitor. Yeah. Has, the gravity is, if it seems like things are off at your house gravitationally, it's because of the gravitational pull coming from Saint. That's ball. that's <laughs> the Armageddon two. They're going to use the gravitational pull of Garen's balls 
as like a slingshot. Think of it like a slingshot. Slingshot right. the rocket ship around the asteroid. You go around and, the backside of the Excel Center and just shoot you out <laughs> into space. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, ch- charmed is a good word for it. It's just kind of all clicked. Whether it was by design or by accident, I don't really particularly care. It's it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah fun to watch. Doing well. They've been consistently really good. Um, and all season. Le- like fun to watch. They're like gonna. The amount of comebacks, the, the number of open net goals, like they've got some stupid number, like 13, uh, not open net, empty net goals, but um, yeah. goals with their, their own goalie pole. Yeah. Like extra that's, attacker. Yeah. In, yeah, extra attack goals. That's, that's insane. Like that's fun. Holy cow, is that fun to watch? Like, yeah. Um, like how many times have they tied up a game by scoring twice with their goalie pole? It's, it's like insane. three that's, times already. That's incredible. Yeah. That should happen once every two that years. incredible. Yeah, that shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, that should. It basically should not happen, and it's happened like three times for the Wild. This year. That's a five-run comeback in the ninth, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Which is extremely enjoyable. Make it makes for a fun team to watch. So, um, and then Kaprizov is obviously just electric, amazing, extremely mm-hmm. entertaining, and Fiala can can be also. So, <laughs> um, I like that Fiala was just a disaster, and they kept putting him on a line with two guys that didn't even have sticks in their hands or whatever. <laughs> then they finally bring up Matt Boldy and put him on the line. And even with Fred Gaudreau, who is just terrible on that uh, line. Please, I, scored in like can we get five minutes from games. both of you on the, the French guy? <laughs> just, it's just, you're, you're just always so angry French. about they really the, hate the Wild are having the te- their best year ever. I can't let it go. Furious. This I can't let it go. Off the team. I can't let it go. I can't. I can't let it go. I, it was, it's, so I, it's inexplainable, their devotion to this guy. And they are so lucky Jacques Romero isn't the coach anymore because I would be driving that French-Canadian connection between this guy and the head coach into the fucking ground. I don't have a. I don't have an explanation for it. Why Dean Everson loves Is he this like guy? on the ice, like smoking the funny cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> He's got like Hank Azarius. He has a loaf of French bread. French bread. Along, yeah. Wearing a beret instead of a helmet. His accent from Milan Cape Poly, the Hank Azarius. <laughs> <laughs> Just over the top, so stupidly good. French. I don't know. I have no. There's no ex because he doesn't do anything well. He's like below. The last time I looked, he was like below fifty percent faceoff percentage. Like his takeaways <laughs> are are horrendous. He's Every got time, like three uh, primary assists. He's with like two of the most <laughs> incredibly talented offensive players in the league, and he's got like three primary assists. Fiala's got eleven goals, and Boldy's got ten goals and five assists, and somehow Fred, who's on the line with those two, has one assist. It's ins- is a minus tell- eleven. Cam Talbot's water bottle has more primary assists. <laughs> like just random passes off of his water bottle has more points. It's it's funny because every time I like sit down and watch the wild, which you know happens few and far between, but pretty much every time poor chicken just gets a barrage of text messages from me like Fred just threw one into the upper deck. <laughs> Fred made three passes that didn't go to anybody on he went to the wrong just, bench. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're over. Oh, his skate guards are on. Yeah. <laughs> Backwards breeze. <laughs> Didn't gape up his socks today. I don't know. Uh, and it's not, I don't know. It's inexplainable, but why I can't, why I have to focus on that and just be, why I can't be happy. 
Well, it's uncomfortable. Yes. We're not used to this. It makes sense that you're having a hard time transitioning into just being like a fan of a good team. It's a blanket. It's a, it's a, it's my nookie, right? It's my, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. some sense of security that you can see yeah, a little comfort something. Yeah. You you're in uncharted territories here. Uncharted waters. You've not been in seas this high. You That's know, fair. this is just new. So I need a teddy bear. I need yeah, something but, to, yeah, yeah to grasp well, onto. Keep your floaties S- on your arm. Psychologically, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy for you guys. It seems like, again, we talked about it, but like how I don't not paying attention, but it's so many just like insane comebacks that have happened this year. It's awesome. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cigarettes I was thinking of were Gatan, by the way. They have, <laughs> they have that sliding case. That's, yeah. Those are the cigarettes I was thinking of. I had to look it up on my phone. Good Sorry. Yeah. That's what I was doing for the last five minutes, trying to figure out what the fucking French cigarettes were. So. Carry on. Uh, things are going real well all across Minnesota because my, uh, beloved Minnesota Timberwolves are, uh, not quite a juggernaut, but they're fun to watch. They're competent. They win the games. They're supposed to win almost every time and they lose against really good teams, but they're steady Eddie this year have not been expecting this. And again, just like you, I'm going to keep my floaties on my arm too. Cause he's, this is uncharted waters for me. They're exactly um, Randy- one year behind the wild. They are exactly <laughs> one season behind the Minnesota Wild. Oh man, I would love to believe that. God, Brandon, I tell you what's what's been gratifying for me is the trade deadline is approaching. You're actually, I don't even know what the trade deadline is. It this week, I think it is tomorrow. We are recording this on a Wednesday. It is Thursday, so Thursday, this is tomorrow. very odd timing for us. But it's actually not it, for it, us. <laughs> it's been it's been it's been it's exciting been. for me because it's I been. feel like I feel like everybody in the local media has been coming around to the opinion of this podcast that we've had for like two years, which is I even the even the local media like is like just don't trade anybody. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's trade rumors and stuff. And everyone's like, no, no, no. Keep these guys. We want these guys, however flawed they might be. Mm-hmm. I want it to work for this group. And we've been saying that for like two years. And so I feel like it's it's gratifying to see but, everyone turn around and be like, ah, I, I wouldn't get rid of Jalen Noel or Jared no, Vanderbilt or whoever, possibly. you know, hang couldn't up the possibly. phone. Nas Reed. No, just uh-uh. put the phone down. Nobody's straight. Untouchable. Untouchable. I can't look. I, I love, <laughs> I have made my affection and my just flat out <laughs> love for Wolves fans. No, right? I've been very public. Yep. I, I yep. do. I, I admire you so much, but, and I don't, I'm going to, I don't, I do mean to shit on your dreams. I was going to say, I don't know. I entirely <laughs> I do. That's exactly. It's I'm, your um, thesis yeah today because you know i saw a lot of talk about the timberwolves and i mm-hmm. saw specifically Randball say exactly what you're saying that nobody we can't trade anybody from this team like this no, roster sir. you can't move anybody so i thought the wolves must be doing really well like the wild right they're <laughs> what in second place or something or maybe they're mm-hmm. in third but they a lot of games in hand and they're going to end up like second B in the west doing really well. So I'm like, well, the wild, I wonder if the wolves must be kind of in that same strata. The wolves are seventh. Mm-hmm. That's the, true. Seventh. They're well, barely like a 10 teams, ten, but 10 teams get in the playoffs. Well, so that helps for the, that the helps wolves for the, like, like I said, they're, they're where the wild were last year. I'm sorry, they're, but like, no, nobody's touchable. <laughs> nobody zero people they're like two chicken. games over 500 like <laughs> i'm sorry chicken, we, i just i'm sorry i want I'm... you to imagine i want you to imagine for a second chicken imagine that 
Jim Wacker was the Gophers football coach again, but also he's been the coach now for 32 years. For That's, 32 look, years, Jim Wacker has been coaching Gopher football, and they've won one Big Ten game in the last seven years. <laughs> I understand. And then they bring in somebody else, and the and the team goes. <laughs> and that was five because and the seven. Purdue plane crashed on the way to the stadium. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody was really <laughs> sad, but the Gophers won. They bring in somebody else, and the team is five and seven next year, and everybody is utterly over the moon. That is the tip. That is Timberwolves yeah. fans right now that they have That's a likable team that has won more games. That's why lost. I love you. But in this yeah. conversation, I can't let it go of that you guys are the context of what you're talking like, about. Timberwolves the, fans who see their team win 43 games in a season and not be absolutely joyless and terrible are far happier than like Warriors fans who saw their team go 82 and all. Yeah. Those fans yeah. would, their happiness uh-huh. would not even begin to touch Timberwolves yeah. fans who are enjoying cheering for their team for yeah. the first time since Kevin Garnett left 153 years ago. All right. The, so only, the thing I will say, uh, chicken is, uh, they are, they're competent. They're in seventh place. That's, that's good for us. Fair. And every one of their players is like 14 years old. They're all these young guys. They're there's the little tiny, little tiny friendly babies who all love each other. That's this Timberwolves team for the most it's, part. There's a couple old guys. It feels that's like, why we're like, we can't let these young guys go because they no, might no, 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 turn no, into no, no. something amazing. And then let the old ask, guys just don't have any trade value. I'm going to ask some questions here. I, I, maybe I'm off base. Mm-hmm. You I'm have ready. the Timberwolves have like three, like, well, two really good players. Yep. And some might say three. Mm-hmm. Like, and one of one it one of which is Ant. He's yep. young, obviously. I know he's in like his second season or something. Yeah, like he's that. a little baby. Carl Anthony Towns is the other. Mm-hmm. He has been around. Like, is this his fifteenth season? Like, he feels like he's been around. <laughs> yeah, forever. He's he yeah. can't be young. There's no way he's young. I mean, he's he's in his I think sixth season, maybe like he's twenty five, twenty six, maybe twenty five. Which means um, he has to be so, about ready to move on. His yeah, technically, to... but he's so good that like you're not really going to upgrade. Really, I mean, he's he's just he's very good. So no one's really like let's get rid of him. How many I mean, years they... does he have left on his contract? Because he's not coming back. Oh, uh, he's got like three years left. Oh, he's okay. signed for so a while. Yeah, the yeah. third guy is D'Angelo Russell. No, he Which, can't yeah. be young either. He's got to be old because he's been around. <laughs> He's the same as Towns. He's 25, 26. He signed for probably three more seasons as well. But he's oh. another one of like, I think we would all trade him. That's fine. I just don't think we're going to no, get like anything. Absolutely not. <laughs> I would not trade him for anything. John and I, okay, you're right. John and I do love D'Angelo Russell. So maybe that's not a great example either. Uh, a very, we, very quick aside. Uh, yeah. One thing I'm angry about with you guys and, and Ramble and I talked about this. I had to find out on my own that the Timberwolves have a player named Beverly and a player named D'Angelo. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and I was the one that noticed. You no, know, like, you did. All, yeah. All the Timberwolves fans in the world. I heard people were talking and I'm like, wait, there's a Beverly and a D'Angelo. Yeah. You've always told us if that ever happened to come tell you. And we didn't. Nobody yeah, said that's on us. That is on us. Yeah. We fucked up. It's horse shit. We, we, take, one we take responsibility. You know, you know, we are accountable. <laughs> You know, it's always hilarious to me when we talk about ages of players. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is in his 17th year in the NBA, and Kirill Kaprizov is the young, exciting star. 
Carl Anthony Towns is 18 months older than Kirill Kaprizov. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell is 14 months older than Kirill Kaprizov. Oh my God, that's unbelievable. Yeah, they just are so young in hoops. Just yeah, babies. I mean, Edwards is 21, maybe? Not Possibly. even. I don't think he's 21 yet. He might Edwards isn't 21 yet. Edwards is 20. That's right. Edwards is, Edwards is uh, four and a half years younger than Kirill Kaprizov. That's insane. Edwards, well, I'm sure Justin Jefferson is probably like 25 school. too, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, you don't really. All right. So you're banking on these young players getting better as the way that the Timberwolves future will improve. Well, right. I mean, I'm a Timberwolves fan. This is all going to end very badly somehow. I'm not exactly sure how right now. Um, but yeah, it's going to it's going to end badly. Um, but right now, I think the guys who are on the table that could potentially be trades for us are um, like a Ben Simmons or like these other guys. And people start thinking of like, who are the young guys we have to trade to get them? And it's just like, painful to think about losing because we have so much hope in pretty much every one of these players. We, we think that every guy could potentially get better besides like a few. And obviously most of them won't, but just, you know, we're filled with hope right now. Yeah. When you talk about how the Timberwolves are going to get good, I'm mostly like, well, they're probably going to win the NBA championship this year. And then next year, yeah. probably <laughs> as well. So after that, I don't, I don't know. Is what that a legitimate possibility? I know we're no. joking around. No. No, no, it's not. Not, not, a, not a remote but, possibility. No. Why not? But they've they've won five games in a row, and so I'm pretty They beat terrible teams who are missing all their best players, and we're just like, hell yeah. It's on, baby. Um, they can't happen. They probably have like the 13th best odds, and that's such a different thing than like football or something. It's just, no. This would be the sh- most shocking championship of all time by magnitude of a million but they're awesome and i love them they're fun to watch they're just fun that's it's the same thing with the wild they're just when they're on when they're on they're so fun to watch and they have a good coach a coach just like knows who what guys to put in and what guys are playing well he keeps them on the floor it's wild man what a concept pat beverly is just the baddest mf on earth and it sure is just every, such every, a oh god i just hated him so much until he was on the team now yeah. i love him yeah so, so this is we talk, so we um we've i think burned out on sports should we talk about john's vacation or yeah not? i want to hear about it john let's, oh, let's it was, uh let's lean our way into dad life here john where did you go sure. i was in phoenix arizona oh yeah for a couple of weeks and it was amazing because every day it was 70 degrees and Mm. i think we went in the pool every day and we ate dinner outside every night and i am moving to arizona now were you with dave or with were you with your family oh yeah it was it was it was my family okay oh you're you're at wade's house does wade know you were at his house (laughs) (laughs) listen we don't we don't want to set wade Wade doesn't need to know some stuff. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it was my family and my parents and my brother and his wife. And so it was sort of the whole, not extended family, but the, the whole group was down there. It was really fun. We had a great time. I had a great time, at least. I guess you'd have to ask Dave. But it was warm weather. 
and I've been scheming ways to move to Arizona again ever since. Yeah. What was, does, go ahead. Uh, what does Dave having a good time look like? Like, takes paint me a, mm. a word a word picture. Paint it for us. Let's go. Glenn Mason stubbed his toe. <laughs> <laughs> does he smile? Like, is there a, a visible smile? <laughs> Poor Dave, he's, he's created this character for himself on the internet of the grumpiest jerk ever. Which is not Chicken Fingers has Dave no idea what you're talking about. Dave and Chicken Fingers are very... This really nice guy I know from Cannon Falls has no idea what you're talking yes. about. Yeah, right. exactly. Yep. So... John, was this, was, uh, was this the most painful return trip home ever? Oh, was this it? It was the worst. It it's was like, you can't get me on that plane. You know, it's, it was 65 and sunny when we left and we got back and it's 21 degrees and it's gray and cloudy. The car has three inches of road salt on it. Oh. You get to see the sun for three days. It was minus 10 the next morning or something like that. Just utter misery. I don't, here, here's another thing. This is something I looked up while I was down there. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but for my entire life, in terms of like the the difference between living in Minnesota and living somewhere like Arizona or Florida where you're air conditioning your house all the time, I always assumed that at, in some way we were the better people up here. Like, <laughs> oh, living in Arizona, that's an affront to God himself. You can't live in Arizona and air condition your house all day. It's it's somehow bad. And so I looked this up while I was down there. I, I can't say I have no idea what utility prices look like. And so I can't give you a cost for cost or dollar for dollar comparison. But apparently from like a CO2 perspective, much more efficient to cool a house in Florida or Arizona all year God versus heating one in Minnesota all year. Oh. And it was it was just one of those things where I had assumed all this time that I was I was a good person living where it's 10 below oh. in my Furnace is no. on 100% of the time. No, that's not right. the way that it works. No, I, I appreciate the, the energy that you're spending on this, John, but they yeah. are literally trying to build a train or a pipe that takes our water from Minnesota it's and true. transports Water it, is a different... Yeah. Transport put, takes it across the entire country to Arizona. That's true. On, water on is an car. entirely different thing. So... It's I, I hear what you're saying, but the sustainability of living in Arizona and continuing the population there, it's just simply the math isn't going to work out. It I would just, help if it would I've rain in the Colorado River Basin <laughs> once every 20 years. I'm just always on a knife's edge. I'm just always so close to having a meltdown about the weather, John. So that, yeah. that didn't help me at all. Florida, my that's your state. spot, Brandon, or, or Texas. But the desert, just it just doesn't. Does it do it the, for you? The math. Well, no, I love oh. it. I, I was in Phoenix uh, last year. Fantastic. Loved it so, so much. Good. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so good. And I, would, I would move there in a heartbeat. Yep. What I would need to do, though, is I would need to become governor of Arizona because mm-hmm. I would immediately shut it down. Nobody else is coming. And I would probably try <laughs> to kick out half the people. Like okay. you have to leave, and I don't know how. Look, I'm the ideas guy, right? We talk. Yeah, right. yes. I'm Someone else execute it. Yeah, I just need half of them gone, and I hope it's the worst half. I don't know how. I'm not defining it any more than that. 
Oh, and we'll do the get the gladiator thumbs up, thumbs down. Like people can walk oh, in. And now yes, just, we will. You're in, you're oh, you're goddamn right. Whatever, if that's what it comes to. But I need half of you gone, and and nobody else is coming. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, paradise. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. We were golfing over like Christmas. That's fuck. Like, what are you kidding me? I this is this is also not good for my mental state at all. No, we Brandon, shouldn't be having this conversation Brandon, at all. Irv and I <laughs> were, were hammering, pounding Coors Lights, watching oh, a live band outdoors on December twenty eighth. You can't yeah. see me right now because I turned my camera off. But I'm like, my <laughs> eyes are squeezed shut, just picturing. It was like three in the afternoon. It was Fuck. like eighty three degrees, and yeah. we were just pounding. And there was a band, and it was just so much fun. It's just every day we were down there because we were down there for two weeks. If you took the best 13 days of Minnesota's weather mm-hmm. all year, mm-hmm. like if you ranked all the days one to 365 and took one through 13 and stacked it up against those random days we were in Phoenix, Phoenix would win that comparison mm-hmm. by far. God damn it. It is unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it, it's frustrating. It feels unfair like they won't share. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, they have this and they won't share it with the rest of us. I was in San Diego and it was like 61 and cloudy one day. And people were like, where's my parka? I'm not going outside. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fuck this place. I'm like, this is the greatest. This is it's it's December 29th and it's 61 and partly cloudy. This is an unbelievable day for me. And no one was around because we're all spoiled. I think another significant issue is I don't think I could live within. I I couldn't live that close to Sheriff Arpaio. Like our paths (laughs) would cross and I wouldn't make it. It, One of us would. The state's not big enough for the both of us. We'd cross. He's got to go. Thumbs down. Well, I'd have to become governor and he'd have to go Uh, because I, I just think. Yeah, we'd cross paths and it wouldn't go well for one of us. I don't know which one. You'd both uh, be thumbs downing each other, expecting the other to leave. Like I'm thumbs downing me. you. Oh man. Well, I don't just, know. I mean, know, I just generations I, of my ancestors have served as an anchor for every seceding generation that has to stay here in Minnesota. I'm getting my kids the fuck out of here. I've started laying yeah. the groundwork long ago. You tried. Taught, you left. I did. God damn it. It's, and then you it's came too back. late for me, though. I know. Not, That's the thing. I lived in Arizona for a year. I went to school there and I came yeah. back. John, I mean, you're idiot. the one to yell at. I had to come back because of my wife. She made me. And I let her know <laughs> that. Why did your wife want to come back? Her family. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what She's happened. Catholic. That's why. It's uh, honestly the whole reason is my wife is a this? Catholic. Fuck yeah, I'm blaming, blaming the, the pope, pope for this. What do you got a problem with that? It's the fucking pope's fault. My wife, we were down in Texas, and she was just like, "I feel bad not being around my family." I was like, "Do you? Mm-hmm. Is it like like it, they can come down here and visit?" She goes, "No, I just feel bad. I feel bad." One thing I, I know about guilty. the South, I gotta they go got a lot home. of churches. That's guilt. Jesus, that they have churches down there. That's Baptist. That's it's not just, the same. It's just, oh, it's just guilt. You don't want to hang out right. with those Baptists. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm back here because my wife was raised Catholic. You're right. So that's my excuse, John. What's your excuse? What are you doing? Well, that was the thing. My family was here. And the thing that I didn't realize, why didn't I realize this while I was there? It would be much easier to convince all of them to come to Arizona rather yes. than me coming back to Minnesota. That's what I should have done. Yes. Yes. That um, all they needed was a little push. They were waiting for you to say something. How is it yeah. down there? 
how's the housing? Is there any opportunity? You go, no, I'm coming home. It's like, fuck, that's it. Wow. I was in, I was a graduate student. So I was living in a terrible apartment in a not particularly nice area of Tucson. So I'm still, so you were living in Tucson. I'm still <laughs> living anywhere in the Tucson. That's, that's from my brother. Outside. That was my, they make fun yeah. of Tucson and Phoenix a lot. Yeah, your bro. Um, what do they say about Tucson? I'm curious. Oh, my bro runs. <laughs> this is where a chicken story comes in handy. Is that uh, my brother actually took a job? He's running the uh, bar and kitchen at one of the nicer uh, golf courses um, down there. And the, he might um, chicken and Irv might have been at my brother's golf course. I should have. Which one? Him. Can, I can't remember the name of it. That's the problem. He used to work at the Arizona State one, and then he like took a one of his uh, buddies got a gig somewhere else, and they needed a manager. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's one of the nicer ones. I just can't remember the name of it. Mm. Um, but the thing, what I'm getting to here is that as of September, um, Mandy and I are empty nesters. Oh, that's how old we Ooh. are. Okay. And also not, not just empty nesters, but also they're both living out of state. As no, of year, as of September. Oh. Yeah, so you're getting but, the um, fuck out, dude. We can do this Zoom from anywhere. I, I, I just want to know, do, do you think um, my, my copywriting would work in Arizona? I, I, I really don't know. I really all, all of my dumb fucking Minnesota jokes. I don't know how well they're going to translate. Well, yeah, when we so were there, that everyone from Minnesota lives there now. So that's, I'd go on a walk. That's, that's exactly it. You go on yeah. a walk and you go, you know, these houses, it would be the license plates in the driveway. Yep. Minnesota. I'll just Minnesota. start singing the Boone and Erickson theme song. And they'll just come <laughs> streaming out. Like Occasionally is. <laughs> I think morning, you'd be fine. Good. Okay, good. See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. you're not in third gear already. Yeah. Why are you not living in Phoenix and having a guest room that the rest of us can come and stay for a month at a time? My brother has a guest house, John. That's the, uh, Is that they, really uh, true? Oh my he God, really does have a guest Christ. house. Good yeah, Lord. Like they, they, they bought like Ooh. a house that's like used to be like an old like ranch area in South Phoenix. Okay. So it's like, but it's been developed, but it's like a, it basically he's got the home and then there's like a little, little like cottage. Like it's a cinder block cottage, but because it's the South, obviously. Fuck it, I'll take it. Exactly, it's like it's in. awesome. It's it's I'm so in. fucking awesome. You could tell me it's like the Manson's Ranch. <laughs> it's and it's a spawn ranch. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of the family's still on the property. Like I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, I don't care. Yep. So yeah. Oh God. Yeah, it's this just, winter this winter has been awful. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. It's I know. Been, I don't even know exactly I'm why. Spent. I don't feel oh. like it's been. Has it been too? Has it been any worse than either winter? Or are we just it, like every it, year we're no. getting more enlightened of like why the fuck are it we was here? forty degrees like two days ago. forty yeah, in the first week of February. Like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It I don't know. Snowed significantly in like a month. Like we yeah, I mean. It's not a bad winter, but no. as far as winters go, it's just a fucking winter. It's nightmare. It's just so long. It's just so long. So long. Dude, well, we're going to get to like, we're going to get to November next year and it's going to get down to 10 degrees Yeah, and I'm going to show up on your doorstep and I'm just going to yell at you and I'm just going to start yelling and I'm not going to stop yelling until you agree to pack your things and move. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Force them out. Yep. For our own good, like a goodwill hunting situation. <sighs> Know, you have two choices. You can either move south or you can be in charge of getting my kids to school for a month while I go south. <laughs> Someone's getting to school. Someone else yep. is going to be south. You figure it out. Yeah. Those are your choices. <laughs> oh, no. Next year, next year, my next year, my daughter starts kindergarten and now but we can't go. We can't go anywhere. I can work from anywhere. You can. My job is remote. You can. 
Oh, I see what you, I thought you, you got to move. Go yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see. What yeah. See, my plan is I realized there was the Catholic guilt and now I have been stocking up the guilt in my direction. So once the kids leave, all that guilt has built up where I say, Hey, it's no. time to move to no. San Diego. She has to go like, yeah, I feel bad. I'm going to have to now. Mm, you're, not gonna do you're, you're moving to Hanska. It's you're only gonna get a, farm, get a farmstead outside of Hanska. There's no, no doubt. You're going to be working the land. You son of a bitch. I'm going to Austin or San Diego. That's that's my playing Tom Ball for Bernadotte. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch. I can't believe I pulled Bernadotte out of my ass there. That's that was impressive. That is some serious Renville County years right there. Yeah. Nope. We're out. Guaranteed. You're not going anywhere. I guarantee it. As these kids get older, her pull towards staying near them. Not just your family, but them is only going to get stronger. Your right, but that's why it's I'm over. saying I've been seeding this with my children. We we're getting out. We have to leave. Uh, you you cannot live yeah. here. I I won't Got allow it. you to live here. It's not allowed. You have to get the fuck out of here. Well, what, and I just are, tell them every every time we go to we've fine. only gone to California once, but every time we go to Texas or ever, I'm like, isn't this amazing? You could live here. It'd be what easy. If, what if one goes to California, one goes to Texas? What are you going to do? Move to Arizona. It's halfway in between. No, we'll, I'm we'll not just allowing pick the one that. we like the best. We've already established. <laughs> I'm not letting new people in. It's too late. Oh, that's right. Dang. It. Oh no, we lost. We had our window. It was open. We got thumbs yep. down. Um, I'm not sure what we'll do there. We'll, just pick we'll, whichever kid you like better. Just, at that time. Yeah, the one we like best. At that point, I think it'll probably be pretty obvious to everybody, as it always is, right? Which kid you like better? Yeah, no. and the California kid be like, "You're going to Texas, aren't you?" And I go, yeah, you know, you know why he goes, yeah, I know he's, you got your cowboy's hat on. (laughs) Well, Spurs, (laughs) I heard your Spurs on the way in dad. I know what this is going to be about. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah. Firing a six shooter into the ceiling. Uh, Yeah. That's our plan, man. I was not, I, I wanted to hear about your vacation. And then you mentioned warm weather for four seconds. And then we just yep. completely sure. <laughs> jumped on now, you. Now, 35 <laughs> minutes we've done talking about how much we hate it here. <laughs> we have no idea what happened on your vacation. Warm. I just want to go somewhere warm. Oh, yep. Yep. Well, it was fun to, uh, at least we're all on the same page. Is that a positive? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, we should wrap up. This I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out whether Chicken's going to let me into Tucson. Like, what if I? What if? No, I have made myself clear. What am I? I, (laughs) Nowhere in Arizona. Not even Flagstaff. John, we all heard him loud and clear. We actually did hear him that time. We are not allowed in. Nobody is. Damn. One single person. San Diego. Flagstaff is up in the mountains. They can't find you there, John. It's fine. Okay. Grid. Wolverines, you're you're out. <laughs> they we can't will, find you. They can't will find track you, you down. No, you will find. You'll just hide, hide in one of the breakfast burrito spots. Everyone's so happy. <laughs> these giant breakfast burritos come out and it's seventy degrees all the time, and it smells like a pine cone. Oh God, it's a great town. <laughs> oh my God, oh. it's so good. It's so good. Well, I'm all. I'm very thoroughly depressed at this point, but it was fun at the start. Yeah. So, all right, we're gonna stop recording. Bye, everybody. We'll okay. talk to you soon. Skull. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.